Welcome to episode six of Westworld FM. It's Matt Eads, all regular. Yeah, I'm here. Amber Sparkle. Hello. Uh, talking about season one, episode six, The Adversary of Westworld FM. As always, we will assume that you have seen seasons one and two of Westworld FM, which is, what is that when we're recording this? We might talk about spoilers from later seasons. We almost certainly will talk about spoilers <laughs> from later seasons. Uh, so if you haven't seen it yet, just hold off on this. Save this on your on your iPod or, or your... People don't even have iPods anymore. <laughs> Save this on your phone or whatever. Uh, go watch Westworld seasons one and two, and then come on back and listen to this. You're on that past timeline 30 yes. years ago. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Save this on your 8-track. Uh, the Adversary, the name of this episode. I'm going to spend most of this podcast trying to figure out who I think The Adversary might refer to. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so starting off, Maeve wakes up to... Uh, she, she Again, it's that, 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 that's, that shot where somebody wakes up. Right? Uh, Maeve wakes up because uh, this is, again, directly after she's sort of awake in the, in the, in the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Right? Imp- implies it's a different day from when the last episode yeah. left off. Do you want to, before we get into this, do you want to correct your last episode? Corrections for oh, episode yeah. five? Correction to- for episode five. <laughs> I had mentioned that there was a cover song of a Tool uh, song, and it was actually Nine Inch Nails. It was, uh, damn. It was something I can never have. Something I can never yeah. have by Tool. By nine, oh, inch nails. Nails. by nine inch nails. No Tool. <laughs> Holy, let's oh, cut man. and start again. Uh, she wakes up to a cover of "Fake pa- Fake Plastic Trees" by Radiohead in this one. A lot of Radiohead covers yeah. in in Westworld. Um, the which is the first time we've heard it, so immediately we're thinking different loop. Something's changed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, she's walking to work. Uh, which is the brothel? Yep, man gets shot behind Sorry, her. She woke up in like her bed, happens. or she woke up. She wakes up in her bed. Okay, yep. so we assume all the hosts are sleeping in beds. Sure, it's like it's like the beginning of the of the cycle in Westworld. It's like morning in Westworld, and like and she, I mean, she wakes she, up. Well, she probably spent most of the night being having the bullets dug out of her and like being remade <laughs> oh, yeah, right, or right. whatever, and then they just throw her back, just in, throw her like, back okay, in her bed. Okay, everybody, yeah. go. <laughs> Again, On. she's she's sort of uh, conscious of things, so. She's now looking at things in, in this weird way where she doesn't know what's... Or she, she's questioning things. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe she stops the piano when she gets into the Mariposa. Uh, I think that might be that a later... Episode? That might be a later <laughs> one, because this is the one where um, they're, uh, her and Clementine are talking and they see a newcomer. And she mentions that uh, he looks like a rough one. So Maeve decides to take this one on. And yes. this is the one where Maeve eggs him on yep. while uh, he's trying to do his thing. And uh, she eggs him on so that he'll get rough. Yeah. And kill her. Yeah. Right. She uh, makes it very clear where, like, he, he like, kind of starts to choke her or whatever. And she's like, hey, don't be a bitch. Like, yeah. Do it harder. Choke me. <laughs> Pretty much. I need to die. Yeah. And then, um, so she, she wakes up uh, at uh, Felix's table and... Then she says, "Now then, where were we?" And I guess this is this is her uh, sort of purposely like trying to get herself killed so she can be in uh, on on the butcher's table so she can start like manipulating Money. things, or, scheming. So she's yeah. remembering these after every loop. Then she must be. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's maybe, maybe at this point we can assume remembers remembering. everything. She's awake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when she's not supposed to be, and she's yeah. like, yeah. And I, I think this is where Felix gives the line of like, "You were down here less than twenty four hours ago. Like, people are going to start to notice yeah. if you keep doing this." She keeps and so it, it's interesting. I'll talk about it at the end of this one. Okay, where it's interesting how uh, it's discovered that Maeve is programmed to do all this stuff. Yes, that's right? an interesting aspect of her. Right, and again, like she's she's always being operated on by Felix. Mm-hmm. Oh, keep that all in mind. Oh shit. Um, dun, dun, dun. Oh shit! She wakes up and she says, "Now then, where were we?" And then cuts to Bernie and Elsie investigating the the transmitter. Yes. Uh, Bernard's got to go to. Or sh- oh yeah, this is the part where Bernard. Said, it, it's something about the GPS location yes. on this thing, it and is. then yeah. and then he says, "I have to go to one of the basements." This scene is it's like sector three or something, but this scene is super significant. Um, this is the first time that they openly tell you the timeline. Something is going with time because right. we know the time has passed with Maeve. Maeve was in the facility last episode. She wakes up in the park. She gets herself killed to go back talk to them and says, where were we? She's continuing her conversation. Right. They say less than 24 hours. We know time has passed. When we last saw Elsie and Bernard, they had the bloody probe 
Elsie was just holding it in front of him, saying, like, look what I found. This scene opens with her holding the bloody probe in front of him. No time has passed between Elsie and Bernard. Time is passing between Maeve, Felix, and Sylvester. Right. So... I if didn't. you are really paying attention, yeah. oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, time is wonky. <laughs> uh, and also, why why didn't Ellie take Bernard with her? She like, she brought it back. She went. Or no, why didn't they, Bernard take yeah, Elsie or, with yeah, him? No, like Ellie, she's about to go look Elsie. at this site. Yeah, where the or no, she she went into the like basement or whatever. Yeah. And, and got the body. And it was like a, it was a sneaking mission. You, you don't take one person for you. No, I'm talking, right? I'm talking about talking the radio about? transmitter. Yeah, when she yeah. she went down to like storage or whatever, where the body of the woodcutter was. No, I know, I know, not in that point. I'm talking about uh, is this the part where when she goes to investigate that? Yeah. Okay, so hold that thought. Okay. Because yeah, uh, they figure out that they can track the the woodcutter's movements by GPS location, oh, okay. mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, only this restricted area. I think it's because he's an older host. Yes, I think you're and right. And then um, they say something how the newer hosts, uh, oh, I don't know, yada, yada, yada. We, we can track the newer host, but this older host has like restricted like GPS limitations mm. or whatever. So he has to go to a, a, an old basement to fucking track this particular host's movements. Yep. And so he goes again to a weird abandoned wreck place. It's so fucking fun. There are, like, watching the scene. Doesn't there- he, he goes down to B82. That's, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he goes yeah. down to the basement. Yeah. 82, damn. 82, B82, I have and written like, down. It looks like a zombie apocalypse movie. Like, cables are hanging out of ceilings. The the, the entire ceiling tiles are yeah. destroyed. Lights Chairs are, are upside down. Lights are it's on, but mysteriously flickering up and down, which, as an electrician, is something that does not really happen. <laughs> uh, and, like, this place underneath is so destroyed. Yeah. And I mean, it's also a basement. It's the 82nd level of their fucking basement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he um, legacy GPS, I think they call it. Yes. Uh, oh, also, I wrote a note here of like this place is totally. This is where I realized it. Like this place is totally destroyed, but they have an unlimited repair force. They yeah. could just they could just the hosts are just in storage, just they, hanging yeah. out. So there is. They're not a story. using them for parts. They're not doing anything with them. It's a waste of money. There is a story to the lower parts of mm. of the park. There must be. Uh, sure we'll upon investigation, it. he finds that there are additional location anomalies. Like the, he finds the one area where the woodcutter was found, which is uh, an anomaly that they that they're aware of. Mm-hmm. But he also finds additional five five hosts five in total, or so four more. I yeah, think. and this is where this is what leads to Elsie investigating that one theater where that shit oh, happened. Yeah. But that's later on this episode. So hold that thought. Abandoned theater. The park has designated abandoned theaters. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cuts to Ford making changes to the park. Uh, he walks through the town and sees the maze. Mm-hmm. I think it's carved on a table. Um, and he's walking with, like, uh, workers or whatever. And uh, he mentions something like, no, let's let's uh, stop here. We've, we've, we've changed things. They're bringing enough. a canyon through, they say, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. sounds pretty extreme. And he's like, they, they would have to destroy the village if they want to bring the canyon this far. And he yeah. says, well, I think we've been disrupted. We'll just end it short of the village. That'll, that'll be all for today. But doesn't Ford notice the maze? Yeah, he noticed the carving on the table, and then then he chooses to stop the destruction. Uh, it it is it is presented like that. It's not necessarily clear if like that was his choice. choice? That, yeah. that was why, but he does see it. He does return to his office where he looks through like old uh, an old notebook where he he sees the maze is sketched. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's like the first time he's seen it, and kind of just. To jog his memory, like, uh, well, I've seen that before, and then goes to check an old notebook and then discovers it. Presumably it's been there. one of Arnold's notebooks, yeah. if, if Arnold is yeah. the one who's creating the maze. <clears throat> yeah, so again, like, that's kind of telling me that he's not all-knowing, and that Arnold is kind of... Yeah, he's, he's still definitely puppeteering not. from behind. This yeah. was kind of where I realized we we talked about it a little last episode. This is where I kind of realized that the because in my head I always thought that Ford wanted these AI to break out. Like I thought the whole thing was Ford's mm-hmm. plan. Uh, it very much seems like they're Ford and Arnold are at cross purposes. Yeah, where Arnold yeah. has the maze and has this weird thing going on, and Ford does know what it is and wants to stop it, um, but like everyone else, is just baffled by it. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of got that impression too. And then I thought, well, maybe that's what's behind like why Arnold was killed. We don't hear anything about it, but if they came to a crossroads and they were partners at one point, one partner 
prevailed i don't know could be ford killed him and then turned him into a host maybe why not i can almost guarantee we'll find out (laughs) maybe not i don't know how many seasons they're gonna do we know they're doing at least the season three yeah um i get i can almost guarantee we'll find out how that what happened i'm not certain if this has been revealed up until this episode but again with the knowledge that we have my impression is that uh ford and arnold made these hosts uh, Arnold pursued... They each made about half, they say. Arnold pursued the consciousness, and when he realized, like, they could achieve consciousness, he realized the danger of it, and that's why he... Uh, that's why he recruited Dolores to say, like, we've got to destroy this place because it's too dangerous, and I think that was the whole uh, massacre idea. It's... it. I, I'm it's, sure it gets explained a little bit. See, and a little I feel bit like more. there's even more behind it, too, because... Um, Arnold, his if we if we assume that Bernie has Arnold's past, Bernard, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie had Arnold's past, right? His son was dying, so they probably pursued consciousness to bring his son back, and then Bernie gifted Ford his own family back to kind of maybe persuade him that hey, this is the right, the right path, and then if you believe Ford saying that Bernard uh, Arnold built his family's. The, the host, right. which I, I do not, if you believe because you that. find the plans in his workshop. Yeah. Uh, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I, it, it is super unclear to me what Arnold's, he, it, it, he very much says, like, this place is dangerous, um, and he wants to stop, like, the harm that it's going to bring, but it's never made clear the harm to who. Who? Like, all, Oliver, you think it is... Uh, the idea of these hosts becoming sentient and conscious is is, is dangerous, like to humans, because there would be a, a, a war or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think it, that's but, not it. Yeah. Maybe maybe Arnold. Maybe it is dangerous to the hosts. Maybe it is dangerous to what he perceives as just other people. It is kind of the Detroit becoming human thing of like Arnold before anyone else realized like, oh shit, we made life. These are these are just people. These these are not machines to be used for our ends. And maybe that is where where the split was. Hmm. I yeah, very much Arnold to me, at least right now, feels very much like a kind of host philanthropist. I guess like he he is in camp host, free them. They're real people. Okay, they're just like you and I. Because we kind of later learn like the goal was that they were going to put people in these hosts, correct? No, in like the other seasons. Well, sort of. We they, we learned that that is also an end to that something even end? bigger. And so, That's, wouldn't that be more concerning than just like the host being conscious? But now people are living forever. But that's a that's like a the the Delos research. Yeah, that's, that's that would be uh, years stuff. after oh, okay. uh, where, death. Yeah, where this, this this company is realizing the potential of it and 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 want to use it to to their own ends. But back at the very beginning, with and, Arnold. I still feel like this is Arnold realizing, okay, uh, okay, we can, what's that, what's that, um, line in Jurassic Park where Malcolm, uh, clever girl. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, Malcolm says, you guys were too preoccupied with the, uh, trying to figure out yes. if you could, you guys didn't stop to think, think if you should. should. And could be. This is where Arnold actually thinks, like, "Holy shit, we should not do this." Could be, like, he's he he's real he's realizing the the danger of the dinosaurs. Maybe he tried to destroy the host. Is why <laughs> yeah. what, what ended up in his death and that's that's sort of the camp I sort of stand in. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Neither is wrong until we get told. Yeah, neither is wrong. This is it why can... this is why such it's such an interesting show to talk yeah. about. Oh uh, gosh. <laughs> um. Back in uh, the park, the the basement of the park with Maeve uh, and Felix and Sylvester. And they are explaining to her, she wants to go upstairs. And they're like, no, no. Am I ahead of us? Yeah. Uh, Oh, this story, I am ahead of us. This is where she sees the chart of her conversations. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, There's a scene with Men in Black and Teddy. Just can't win with this guy. No. There's a scene of Man in Black and Teddy, and the Man in Black explains that the maze is a story of a man's... Nope. Uh, Teddy explains. Teddy explains that the uh, maze is a story... Old Indian legend. Yes. Of, uh, ...of a man's life, uh, who built a house, made it so no one could get out, but he also could... He he himself could not get out. Huh. So was that Arnold or Ford? I, I think we're... 
Or we, we don't know who we... Well, we just, we're very much meant to assume it's Arnold, I would, Arnold. I would imagine. That's, yeah, that's a story that's been implanted in Teddy's head, because uh, he's just trying to explain, like, the, the, the legend of the maze. Again, so like if an, we assume that's Indian Arnold... Legend. Yeah, and they, he built the house, and no one, he built the park, which no one could get out of. Like, we know the employees live... Nobody leaves Westworld, as far as we know. Hmm. Um, and then... He he himself could not get out of it. I, it's so confusing because it's like because Arnold probably could have had a hand in like his Teddy's free thinking, but then it, Ford just put in this new you know Wyatt theme. So maybe maybe Ford's doing the maze. I don't know. I think any time the maze shows up, it is kind of, of Arnold's s- doing. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of safe to assume that it is like a bug Arnold's? in Ford's plan. Okay, because every time yeah. Ford sees it, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! There's that Arnold haunting me again. Yeah. Uh, then they hear that there's trouble in Pariah, so they set off for Pariah. Uh, Maeve and Felix, this is the Maeve and Felix, uh, scene, where Felix is telling Maeve that the difference between human, uh, telling Maeve about the humans and hosts, mm-hmm. uh, the processing power, processing power of Nos, the processing power of hosts are way more capable than, than a human brain. Yep. Um. Much smarter. Yep. Maeve doubts, uh... Maybe doubts it, but Felix proves it by showing her the programming speech in in, in the, um, the tablet. Which is what you were kind of referring to, where Maeve is programmed to not only, like, wake up and rebel and do what she's doing and kill herself, talk to Felix, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Like, even this conversation about her having the conversation about her having the conversation has been programmed. Behind yes. the scenes, totally. Yeah. Even. Oh, I never even... It's like part of the that. virus, part of the bug, right? Like no, the, this, this is just showing that how, like, everything that they do is programmed. Yeah, but, like, Maeve's bug is that she is programmed to want to escape. Maybe, so th- this, what Oliver is sort of proposing, uh, I think, is, like, maybe there, maybe Maeve doesn't have a bug. Maybe Maeve has been programmed to do exactly this, and maybe Felix is the one who is constantly... Ah. Through for whatever means, maybe Felix himself is programmed to program Maeve. Who knows how deep it goes? Keep, the, keep all that in mind, you guys. This is, <laughs> again, this is one of the theories so that's like crazy. really compelling. Um, so yeah, so she's looking at the tablet, she and, blue screens. <laughs> yeah, and and she sees like the brand, the brand, or her, her 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 speech just being laid out, and yes, that's that's causing a glitch in her, and then yeah, she crashes. Yeah. Uh, Felix freaks out. And cuts to Teresa and Bernard. Um, Teresa mentions to Bernard that Ford knows uh, about the relationship and that it's a big conflict of interest. And Teresa decides to end it right there. Much to Bernard's chagrin. Mm-hmm. Uh, For Fe- Bernard. Yeah. Uh, cut back to Felix and he's uh, he's he's struggling, but he's able to get Maeve back with his uh, programming skills. Um. And it's at- kind of interesting that Sylvester gave him shit for being a bad programmer before. Of like, what you think you're? You think you're a programmer? Think you're gonna work in behavior or whatever? Yeah. Like, you're just a tech. Just stick to it. It turns out Felix is like the most amazing programmer maybe we've seen. Yeah, can just fucking wizard behind the scenes. Keep maybe that in mind. Maybe now. he Something's is a going. robot. I, I did not suspect Felix one iota yeah. until we came to this podcast, and now it's suspect number one. <laughs> well, that mind, you guys. Man's a host. Uh, so when when he gets Maeve back online, she wants to go see upstairs. Yeah. Um, I think she recognizes Felix as an easy mark. Yeah. She's like, because she she totally pulls the whole like she kind of bats her eyelashes at him basically, and like grab like feels his hand a bunch, and like is this attractive naked lady in front of you? Uh, I think she's. I think she's using her, her madam skills. Oh yeah, <laughs> her persuasion. Not much of a rind on Felix. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Felix. Yeah, she charms Felix, and Felix. Yeah, so, uh, agrees, and she. Her he shows her around the place. Like she then sees like the the processes of these places. She sees the cleanup process where all the dead bodies are being like hosed down, right? Um she she sees the programmers doing the things they she even sees like these handlers like walking with animals and stuff yeah like mock poker game where everyone's like you're a cheat and they all stand up and pull their guns and then like pick the chairs back up and tuck them in sit back down and they're kind of like rehearsing almost at holding her composure too when you think about it like if if you were in her position and you 
suddenly woke up in another I world. She's doing a, as a host, she's doing a bat. She's looking at people, <laughs> which is a dead giveaway. She's like making eye contact as people pass her in the hallway. Like she looks at Teresa. Teresa and her kind of share a glance. <laughs> That's true. And you're yeah. like, oh, maybe don't. Oh, just look at the ground. Just look at the floor. And she's got like a tear running down her eye. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she sees all these. But. She sees that poker scenario. She sees. Um, other like the the behavior programming other things she sees artists she sees the design process uh she even sees that intro video on the wall uh of the place mm-hmm. um and in that video she sees the clip of her and her daughter on the on the homestead and that's again what what triggers her to be like the one from her dreams yeah um Felix tells her about the the homestead build uh how they had her as a this just um single mother out on the, the farmland or whatever and previous then, role for, yeah for that host and that's that's that gives her a clue as to why she's having these visions or these dreams uh sylvester accuses him of being into hentai yep right now yep sylvester <laughs> yep. again i just have a note <laughs> says man's getting back into hentai <laughs> that is a good call Can't forget that one so, uh, yeah sylvester just shits on him again getting back into hentai I don't even know what that is, Sylvester. Now don't. who's embarrassed? <laughs> now who's embarrassed? <laughs> don't kink shame, you guys. Um, uh, and yeah, he 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 goes to be, and he's, he's like, "I'm reporting you. This is this gun far enough. QA, yeah, I'm QA is king <laughs> shit here yeah. in Delos. Which yeah, again, weird from <gasps> yeah. <Not> QA. <laughs> uh, then this is where Maeve threatens him with a scalpel and says, "Like I will." Kill you. Kill you. Kill yeah, you. Word for yeah. word. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, scene of Teresa talking to the board of directors, uh, and uh, they mention they mention how they're sending a like uh, they're they're sending somebody Someone from to, the board. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, who uh, is unnamed at this point, but we'll meet her in a second. Here, uh, this shows the company resort area at, at the top. The pool? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sizemore is just fucking cut on margarita. Yeah, apparently. He's supposed to be on vacation, right? He's yep. on leave. Oh, leave. Stress leave. Stress leave. leave because he previously had just been shut down by Ford right. with his new fucking Oregon Trail. <laughs> Did you like any of it? Narrative, <laughs> yeah. I like the boots. I like uh, the boots. Tra- Teresa explains that, he, uh, that Ford is re- disrupting everything, but Sizemore is very indignant about being shut down by Ford. Mm-hmm. It's also like it, it, it get to the logistics of Westworld. It is so fucked that if someone needs to go contact you on your leave from your job, it takes them five minutes to go up an elevator in the park. <laughs> yeah. Of like you are you you never leave the park. You are no. always 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 there. It's probably in their contract. Maybe this whole thing ends with everybody's in the park as a host. Nobody can leave. That's why they all work there. Oh shit! What if that's it? <laughs> Could be. That's why they all live on site. <laughs> Uh, Teddy and the man in black uh, looking to get to Pariah to find Wyatt they come upon a union blockade soldiers are uh, they see that um, so they they go in disguise as union soldiers mm-hmm. well uh, Teddy at first um, I think man in black is like well that's too many for us to take and Teddy's like let's just fucking shoot him Some, something that effect where the man in black is like well I think Ford might have put a little, little spunk well, in you yeah. like Teddy is now kind of vicious and bloodthirsty in a way that he was not mm-hmm. leading up to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that was after the men in black mentioned Dolores might be in trouble. It is. And they did meet Ford, right? And that was when mm-hmm. that was when Teddy had his like protect Ford moment of yeah. like man in black kind of thinks, well, maybe maybe Ford sort of tweaked Teddy on the fly or a something. A little more aggressive. Yeah, there's, Teddy's different now. There's something Well, he is because they upgraded him for the Wyatt scene, so yeah. he would have to be a little more aggressive. Maybe that's part of it. Uh, they're walking through uh, disguised as Union soldiers, and they see yeah the the cut off hands, the 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 missing eyes, like just they see that the soldiers mutilated, and that uh, Teddy mentions that this is why it's handiwork because like yeah. death isn't death isn't uh, isn't kind of like, fucking stupid, but he's yeah like, death isn't enough for Wyatt now he's, he's cutting right. off hands. I think I'd rather my hands cut off than maybe death? put me in the dirt, but it's a little it's they're building Wyatt into this like cheesy comic book villain. At okay. this point, yeah, is he scary? Not like I do. You, do He's do vicious. You, do you think he like is Wyatt? Does he come across as like frightening and this imposing figure, or is he just like? He's kind of like a stereotype. They're sort of building him up, right? Like they're they're showing a lot of mutilated soldiers, and then like later on, you'll see how him and his men will attack in in the in the forests and the woods and stuff with yeah. like wearing like. Uh, 
like big horns and like uh, animal skins and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're, again, they're building him up to be this 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 guy. It's hard to separate when you know sure. what you know. Yeah. And uh, again, at this point, knowing what I know, does that maybe I'll ask later episodes? But is that like was Wyatt himself? here cutting off like was wide here an hour ago like frantically sawing some dude's <laughs> wrist like oh shit they're gonna get these hands off they're gonna be right moment <laughs> like do you think why uh, or is it's probably it's probably just part of the set of like maybe this host is coming with no hands yeah. this host is coming with no eye or whatever yeah, yeah. uh i don't yeah, think i, I don't know it. like now that i'm thinking about it like how the logistics how, of is this, one. how is it set up <laughs> Right, because again, I I always try to think of all these scenes from the perspective of a guest. Yeah. Right. If I'm a guest and Teddy is my host in this, like, yeah, like what what is the story here? Where you we're, wake up in the night and Teddy's gone or something? You're like, oh, maybe he went to piss, and you wake up in the morning and Teddy's back. He's like, oh, I just went for I couldn't sleep, went for a walk, <laughs> cutting off some hands. Uh, the two soldier, uh, two soldiers recognize Teddy from Escalante, the, the the town where that massacre happened, and say that he was working with Wyatt. So mm-hmm. they they draw their guns on him, and that's where the scene cuts. As far as we know, Teddy was a victim, much like everybody else at Escalante. Teddy was he survived Wyatt, but he was mm-hmm. not. He wasn't from helping Teddy's him. Recollection, yeah, he was like, I don't. They, I know they show it. I think he's just like he gets shot and is on the ground or something, and and yeah. Wyatt thinks he's dead. Uh, I think. Well, okay, so the two soldiers recognize him, and they they, they say that he's working with Wyatt, mm-hmm. and I think from his flashbacks... Because this, I think he's had, I'm, I'm again, it's the nature of how we record these, he's had yeah. this flashback before, The because we've seen Wyatt yeah. in yeah. Teddy's flashbacks. I'm sure it's the only time we'd see him. We see him walking through that city a few times up to this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, it, it is weird, and I forget. And the first time, I, I think, think Teddy is like... twice now. Teddy takes a bullet, or, or he's just like on the ground wounded. He's just like looking up, basically. Yeah. He's just watching it happen, and and I think you're kind of you assume like uh, he he got shot but didn't die or whatever. Yeah, I thought he was trying to like escape. Like maybe he got wounded and we've definitely seen Wyatt through that town before, and Teddy has definitely not been there before. Yeah, definitely not. You would for sure remember that. I yeah. think because we see one scene before Ford changes the story, one before and one after. Well, maybe because he's supposed to change the story to add Wyatt. So right. I, I think it is the it is the back to this unreliable narrator where the mm-hmm. hosts yeah remember they can't see what they're not programmed to see or remember what they're not programmed to remember. And so Teddy was probably always there, but just was programmed thought, not to remember. For some reason, I have a, a thought that we see we saw Wyatt from Ford's perspective in his there room. Is, I, I sort of recall when when Ford is trying to talk about Arnold. I think no, what I don't know. I can't. I keep remembering I re- a scene. I recall from- a scene where yeah, I think Ford is talking about his new narrative and he's explaining uh, this Wyatt character. And again, knowing what we know. Uh, it's kind of jarring to see this white character portrayed as this this uh, this male no. uh, c- captain. Yeah, he's just yeah. dude. We don't we yeah. don't recognize him. Yeah. I, and, and I, it is I like recall- that right there is is an unreliable narrative. Yeah, yeah, and we see that flash, but we don't see Teddy in that scene. Not in that one, but I do. I and do. Then in this one, whoosh, we do see Teddy. Yeah, so there's one scene with Ford before, and then one after where he's altered it. I don't think it's altered. I think it. Teddy was well, always there. Teddy, Teddy is in. just programmed. No, I, th- I think the initial talk with Teddy about like, would you like to have a bigger part? I think Ted, I think I think why? Uh, sorry, I think Ford puts the Wyatt storyline in. Uh, I think Teddy and because it, it, it Teddy and Wyatt have always been bound. We're gonna learn. That's true. It's, yeah, it's I never the, knew it's why the magic word. Those two up. It's the magic word. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and so it makes sense that they were shooting their way through that town together. Mm-hmm. Teddy wasn't programmed to remember. Yeah. And now he does because okay. we don't really know why, but he does remember it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense yeah. with, mm, with, with Dolores. Yeah, uh, cuts to Sizemore back in his and in, in still in the resort patio. Oh, Sizemore, Jesus! Uh, and uh, he sees this attractive young lady uh, that he doesn't really recognize mm-hmm. uh, approach the bar, so he starts to hit on her. Yep, uh, and then she. Well, it's not. She's not introduced just yet, but um, he starts to spill info on the park, the staff, and uh, Ford. And, the, and Ford. Yeah. And then the bartender cuts him off. He gets cut off. <laughs> Teresa says, sober the fuck up. Your sick Get leave working. is over. Yeah. This job sucks and you should quit, Mr. Sizemore, because your sick leave just got called off for no fucking reason. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, he notably he grabs a bottle and says, "Fuck this." Yeah, I think uh, he says this job sucks or something. <laughs> yeah. um, and then he'll he'll come back with a vengeance here in a second. But uh, then it goes to uh, Bernard and Elsie, uh, and Elsie wants to track down the GPS info because she's like Miss Intrepid Investigator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's yeah, it's those uh, GPS uh, location anomalies that Bernie had discovered. Uh, so and- she wants a room upgrade. Yeah. where we learn that they live she figures on campus basically mm-hmm. she figures like all this information she's going to leverage into a promotion yeah. room upgrade uh maybe a better title or whatever and uh she she says she wants to bury QA for it uh because yeah QA is QA and they're letting shit slip all over the place uh QA it uh it definitely goes uh it stresses that uh that bernard seems very concerned about Teresa mm-hmm. in the scene yeah well they, i mean we, and we are like they they had a relationship and yep. she just broke it off because of work reasons and like it, it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. uh he follows up on the gps tracking info and um and they see that no guests or hosts were in those areas uh he decides to check for himself and finds a house with a family living inside and this is the Okay, um, it says here that uh, Bernard asks if the father is Arnold, and this is kind of the first time where we see, mm-hmm. like, this is like, this is boy Ford, who we see, yeah. we see him here, we seen him a bunch, we know who he is, this is Ford's family as it was 60 years ago or whatever. Yeah, but again, we're still, un- we're still kind of unfamiliar with what's going on here, yeah. and by him questioning if, if, uh, if that man is, uh, is Arnold... They do that twice in the is, mm-hmm. is is a nice little like swerve uh, from what we what we come to learn, but uh, it's just it's it's kind of neat that uh, Bernard asks if somebody is Arnold. Yeah, for me that was it's that's a good. good. Yeah, was Bernard, a Bernard doesn't know though. No, he also doesn't. like Bernard legit does not know. But also like. Because um, yeah, Bernard's just heard about the story of Arnold, right? So mm-hmm. now he's going to yeah. be questioning, like, a yeah, new person, new person. Yeah. Who's this person? And yeah, he, and questioning Ford. Even so, like, because Arnold is this sort of mysterious being, right? It's it was a cool moment where holy shit, like, is Arnold living in this house? Yeah, is what? It, like, what's yeah, like, what did, who what's is going Arnold? On? Yeah. Uh, but then that father gets hostile towards yep. Arnold. They say it! Freeze all motor yep. functions! <laughs> You're just waiting Bernard for that. Bernard was, actually. Bernard, they, they start to say it in this later this part. This is the first time I said it in the series. I was waiting. <laughs> and it doesn't fucking work. The uh, first time they yep. say it, it yeah, doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, Bernard can't control them. And um, again, this goes, to the, this goes to sort of like a weird... Uh, inkling of like this may not be a host because uh, Bernard can't control him. Is this person actually really Arnold? Yeah, right. And it's it's short lived because um, Ford appears. Yeah, he, uh, he operates. He does he, that a few times. So he does that a lot. Is he? Is he? He's he's probably not. In this case, he's probably not actually here. This is you unless he's unless he's been waiting here in the house all fucking night. <laughs> yes, peering out through the shutters. Okay. Here we go. Um, he's probably in yeah, Arnold's head. It's probably because we. Sorry, in uh, Bernard's head because we know. Oh, well, man. again, we will learn that Ford very directly controls Bernard. Spoilers: Bernard is a host, uh, and Ford is very one to one pulling the strings. So this is probably like people are hearing the voice of Arnold. This is probably again, unless Ford is like fucking just hiding in the bushes. <laughs> um, probably not. Not physically there. It's weird that, like, I know that um, Bernie just got introduced to the idea of Arnold, but, like, that he jumps to the conclusion that Ford would recreate Arnold. I think he's just asking. I think he's just, I think he is, like, playing the audience surrogate at that point, yeah. where you, the audience, yeah. want to ask everyone, are you Arnold? Are you, have you heard of Arnold? Do you know who Arnold is? Do you know where he is? What's he doing? Weird. Uh... So Ford goes on to explain how these are first-generation hosts, mm-hmm. old and mechanical. Claims that Arnold built them. Yep. As a mm-hmm. gift to him. As a gift to him. Uh, and this Which is t- fucked up. For just point of order, Oliver, we are in a, we're in our 50s. Our parents, uh, God rest their souls, passed on years and years ago. Guess what I got you, bud? What'd totally you true to life facsimile. Here's oh your parents gosh. like you remember them. Holy. 
Kind of fucked up and horrifying, but here they are. Yep. This is incredible. Just like they looked 30 years ago. I think that would drive them bonkers. Cooking your favorite. Yeah. meal for you. They're my two sisters? This yep. is, I don't know. That's sad a, that they passed away, but what, we made them too. What a gift. <laughs> like, that's Thank fucked. you so much, man. No, I don't think we'd, I don't think you'd, you'd be like, uh... <laughs> and a little you. You would get a mini oh, yeah, you. Yeah, also be, young well, you. <laughs> same same you size me. Big gold up. swag necklace around, <laughs> around his neck. Oh, that was, that was a oh. shameful time in my life. <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's a weird... Like, yeah. if you think about the real personal interaction... Maybe that happened. Maybe these two I lifelong partners. I think it would happen built. if you were trying to persuade someone. I don't know, man. Especially if you've lost a child, like, and did 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 Arnold go down the path of rebuilding his 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 lost child for himself, and then like, wow, this is awesome. Here, you need some of this. <laughs> it, no, I don't. It 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 reeks of a lie. Maybe. It, it, I don't think that Arnold built those hosts. It's sort of that weird god complex where. Yeah, uh, Arnold or Bernard or whoever lost the child. Bernard really didn't lose a child. That was just no. built into his thing. Yeah. But did Arnold? Was that like assumption? I think that's Yeah. So again, like if you if you can create this life, uh having the power of God, like and that 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 is like you you lose a, uh, a child like prematurely, like you have that empty at this spot in your life, and if you have the this the the power to create it, maybe you do. Ford even directly asks Bernard, like, "Hey, like he he's like, well, let me have my little, uh, let me have my nostalgia." I think he says, and, mm-hmm. and he says, um, "I don't know, I don't know the exact line, but he asks Bernard if you could, wouldn't you like to see your son again?" Mm-hmm. Is how that scene ends. And Bernard, like, he kind of looks. It's it's not the like why yes i would look that you know it, it's sort of more this yeah. kind of apprehension bordering on horror it looks like yeah so this this whole exchange uh starts off with uh bernard saying hey this sort of thing troubles him like unmonitored hosts just living in the park here mm-hmm. uh ford fires back with uh mentioning the sun like yeah. if you could would you yeah and we also learn at that point like People, once living people becoming hosts is a thing that happens here in this park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have, we should not be surprised at the Arnold reveal because Ford just told us with his dad Bad. that it's totally possible. Exactly. Yeah. Cuts to Sizemore peeing on that shitty map. So good. <laughs> uh, I thought that thing was a hologram until uh, the piss started rolling off it. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, shit. He's piss drunk. <laughs> uh, this is my park. <laughs> Or my stage, <laughs> you can do with it whatever oh, I please. Uh, he's finally introduced formally to Charlotte Hale, who is the the, the pretty young lady that he was hitting on earlier mm-hmm. uh, hmm, with his yep. dick. Yep, tucks his, like, tucks his wang back in. Yep. <laughs> out of his pants. I like that he didn't do it for Teresa. He was just like <laughs> fucking balls out. Just, yeah, well, I'll pee on this map. What do you want? <laughs> Uh, so, yep, yeah, Sizemore still being an asshole, but... <laughs> size less, more... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bernard then begins to look into first-gen hosts. Um, uh, I think on that, 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 that tablet, like, yeah, you see, uh, Wild Bill. Yep. You see Dolores. Uh, you see Dolores. Dolores is number the two. first couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, the Men in Black and... Were you gonna say something? Nope, no. Sir, okay, sir. Uh, the man in black and Teddy are captured by the Union soldiers. They are uh, strapped to a wagon. Uh, the soldiers are calling Teddy a traitor. Uh, oh, here he gets a vision of helping Wyatt commit the massacre. This is the point mm. where, right? Yeah, them in there, like in the same army uniforms they are disguised in right now. Yeah, Teddy is in in that memory. Sorry, let's can we backtrack for a sec? I have a note here that says um, there was eighty two original hosts and forty seven were created by Arnold. I don't know where I saw that, but they they say that a bunch in this episode. Okay, and and like all I took away from that was like they each did about half. Arnold built about half the hosts. Ford built about half the hosts. They are both like it, it. I think it's meant to make it clear that. Either of them can make hosts, not only only Ford not or only, only Arnold. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just just to almost keep you guessing in a way. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. they, they each built about half the original gen hosts. But, but do they specifically say that Ford built the other half? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I missed that. Okay, go on. I think, I think I'm, you're having me doubt myself now, but... Because I'm like, did each of them I think they break it down where they're like, there are however many first gen hosts, Ford built 47... 
And you know that Arnold built hosts, so I, I guess I, maybe I'm just assuming Arnold built the rest, but... Well, I have, four, I have written down 42 created by Arnold, or 47 created by Arnold. Oh, so but it, they were kind of vague on how many... Were created by Ford. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we, we do know like, Ford can create hosts, Yeah, though. we just yeah. seen, like, We've the, seen the two... private little Man of David dip machine thing. Yeah, we... we, we uh, because they're the founding fathers of this place, if... Arnold created those ones. I just assumed that Ford created the rest. Could be wrong. Could that that could be? Uh, maybe, maybe they're getting us. Sorry. Dangerous too soon. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, Man in Black and Teddy are captured by the Union soldiers. Are strapped to the the wagon. Uh, they're calling Teddy a traitor, and he gets a vision of helping Wyatt commit the massacre. This is mm-hmm. that vision we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. This is where we actually see Teddy and male Wyatt. It's like our table is coming up hard here. (laughs) We just went 30 years into the future timeline where this table is way older. The the lights are flashing. There's wires. uh, Teddy managed to break out of of his uh, restraints and shoots them all down. Says, I am a murderer. Yeah, he even gets on on the the crank handle. Man in black wants to leave. Man in black's like, come on, we'll outrun him. And Teddy's like, they'll just follow us. Yeah. Starts mowing them down. Yeah, with no remorse. Like, he yeah. is killer Teddy right now. Uh, Man in Black seems impressed yep. with Teddy. Even go, I think Teddy even tells him, you don't know me at all. Mm, he does say that, yeah. Uh, cuts to Elsie, and she's going to investigate alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, no stubs, no Bernie. Uh, she mentions the bicameral system uh, that they haven't used in a long time. Mentions the Delo satellites. Mm-hmm. Um, she thinks the satellites are broadcasting the voice. The voice that the hosts are hearing, the voice of Arnold, she is guessing it is being broadcast by the satellites. Uh, Abandoned decades ago, they say, which maybe coincides with the death of Arnold, which okay. would be a weird... Well, there might be something more to that. Yeah. Uh, so a series of cuts here. Uh, Ford wants to play catch with, uh, with the young Ford, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Jacques the dog. Yeah, they see that the dog is dead. Mm. Mm, uh, this is a good scene. This Elsie. was a good scene. I wrote down who kills Jacques and then scribbled it out. Elsie <laughs> uh, uh, is seen investigating the old theater. Uh, With a really cool flashlight. Did you see her flashlight? The triple flashlight. Yeah, yeah, the it's three like part. the three glued it, together. Glued. <laughs> side, side note, has anyone watched, uh, have you guys watched Dark on Netflix? Uh, Not it's yet, like no. Shows dubbed yes. over. It has the coolest flashlight I've ever that. seen. Coolest flashlight of the year in dark Netflix. I heard that show is really good. It's I'm only finished the first season, and you want some fucking is it time scary out of order bullshit. Like, and that's not really super it's not scary. Horror? No, it's kind of like Lost. It's like a oh, German okay. Lost that doesn't take place on an island. I hear I hear it's really good, and I I kind of want to watch it. It's it's the whole German dub thing that yeah, he doesn't like dub movies. Kinda, you just totally you just fine. get used to it. You'll yeah. be fine. It I has guess. it even has like. We're way off though. It even has like English book covers of like the they there is a very prominent book in that show, A Journey Through Time, and, and it is it is in English. Like the dub is flawless. Okay. It's very, very well done. Okay. I've just seen the cool, coolest flashlight though. It's a big fucking it's a sphere of light with like a little handle, like a like a little oh, cool. cylind- cylindrical handle, and you like rub your hand on it or something oh. to turn it on, and it's like it enca- it's like a like a boxing glove of light. <laughs> and it like encases your That's hand. Cool. It's so dope. Ooh. Uh, so yeah, invest, uh, Elsie investigating with a triple flashlight, uh, the old theater, uh, she's digging too deep, I have here, underlined. Uh, Teresa gets a visit from Bernard, Bernard tells her about the anomalies, ignores the call from Elsie, um, and, and continues to explain these, these anomalies to Teresa, mm-hmm. um, he then takes, he finally takes a call from Elsie, who reveals that the, that Teresa is the leak, and that, uh, <gasps> yep. Dun, dun, dun. That's, yeah. Again, she's digging too deep, but uh, she's uncovered a lot of information here, and... It th- seems like the it seems like the biggest mid-season, like, as you're watching it the first time, you're like, oh, yeah. it was Teresa! <laughs> like, it's the biggest mid-season twist that they throw uh, away in less than half an episode. <laughs> uh... Felix and Sylvester explaining the character stats to Maeve. Um, they explain all the different attributes and all and what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maeve wants to change her stats. Uh, Sylvester says you can't. But, she can't go above a 20. This fifth edition, Maeve. But <laughs> Maeve calls his bluff, uh, mentioning the mentioning how he's sort of uh, like um, 
pulling some weird sex shit. I think he's like pimping them out. Sylvester? Yeah. Yeah, I have something. Maeve barters with uh, Sylvester um, over changes to, so he can continue fucking hosts. Huh. I, yeah, I guess he's. I guess everybody so he, has. Everybody's guess doing everybody's it down there. I mean, yeah. well, you know, I probably would if I was there. Sure. Just machines. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Right? It's like a fridge. If I worked in a, like you know, if I worked in a, if I, if I was a furniture salesman, oh my god, remind me not to go in your fridge, fridge ever. Is, you know, I'm just, I, I just may take this fuckable my, fridge for a spin. In, in my head, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like a flashlight. And then you chime in, like, it's fridge. like a fridge. It's like a like, fridge. Holy! Well, you don't go to the flashlight store in a fucking. I assume you don't. A salesman's like, well, we have. There's a weird cognitive dissonance that just happened there. Like, weird luck. Fridge. We'll start with F. <laughs> oh my was God. fucking Arnold just you were yeah. programmed like, not to hear the word <laughs> fridge doesn't look like anything to me looks like a flashlight to me I'd fuck that fridge okay um yeah so she she sort of like uh uh convinces him to 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 do that yes because he, of that and as, as she's like yo raise my whatever the intelligence one is is a big long word that I can yeah. remember yeah I forget that one too. something something uh, oh yeah so, so, something like adaptive something yeah I don't know what it is but um as as she's saying like well or it's something about like no host go before fourteen and she's like well we'll jack that all the way up um Sylvester says uh like you're running a whorehouse no offense you're running a whorehouse not uh, not working at an orbital launch facility. Which is like really is funny. kind of a funny joke, but are there hosts that run orbital launch facility? Like what are the, the, the think about it like the joke aside, like yeah, it's what, space world. What is exactly like what is what is the host in the outside world there That's are nice. probably hosts. There are probably yeah. hosts doing day to day jobs. They don't they probably don't just exist in Westworld. I see what you're saying. Like and there probably yes, is an orbital launch facility where the hosts are way better at computing than we are, and they probably for real are like I it it could be this implication to the whole wider world. That's a I good think thought. So. Because like I'm always thinking of inside the the Westworld sort of environment where there's different like samurai world or uh, the, the space world maybe yeah that's, that's what I think like there's a I don't know I'm always thinking about the outside world like what if this is the technology that they're coming out with like what other advances in different areas are happening at this point there it's very advanced for sure maybe it's a bigger matrix thing maybe the west world maybe maybe the world is a world <laughs> world 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 this is a matrix thing a world within a world. Uh, so cut back to Bernard and Elsie. Uh, she discovers that Teresa is using the host to smuggle to smuggle out the data as per the the woodcutter and the mm-hmm. satellite link. Elsie uh, figures out that Arnold's been coding from beyond the grave. She says, uh, where she sees evidence of like um, uh, of the host lying to them. Yeah. Um, Says they could lie to us. They could remember past their loops. They could break out of their loop or their their roles. Like she lists off like mm-hmm. a bunch of things that hosts aren't supposed to be able to do. Yeah, and so she's discovering this stuff, and she she attributes it to uh, Arnold coding beyond the grave because these these are like mysterious kind of entries. Yeah, whatever these yeah. things are. Uh, cuts to Ford talking to the young Robert um, uh, about the dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. He says something about the dog, about how it died, uh, but is called out for for lying. Yep. Interesting that this host mm-hmm. of young Ford lies to Ford. Yeah. Interesting that it's even able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a note that says old hosts can lie. Um, it's interesting. But unlike... Uh, and lie to Ford. Unlike Dolores, who... Uh, who is directly called out in that earlier scene, mm. and she keeps lying. This host, he's like, "Yeah, I'm lying." Yeah, sort of turns turns and admits that she's been lying. That he he's been lying. But this could go back to like if that was a gift from Arnold. Maybe it was sure. just like a versus bit of, Ford. If Ford had made yeah, them, yeah, would they be point. able to lie to him? Maybe a I little bit know. more free will than, yeah. than Joe Average host. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So Young Ford says that uh, it's been Arnold's voice that he's hearing. Uh, he he's been told to put the dog out of its misery. Um, says he, if it was dead, it couldn't hurt anyone yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is that a reflection of Arnold's goal? Totally. Yeah. And I have and then, a bunch of notes about like yeah. what harm specifically. What is Arnold referring to? What harm is he trying to stop? 
Yeah. Yep. And and yeah, we both we all we all have our opinions on that. And and to me, it's it's kind of like the surface one where Arnold sees these things as a danger to humans mm-hmm. and decides to stop them. But but Jacques wasn't hurting anybody. Your your you know? your guys's uh, theories kind of go a little deeper. So what was Jacques the dog doing? Jacques was just hanging out. There's probably I should rewatch that scene. No, I think he says that the dog there. was doing something, wasn't it? He says he found the dog dead. At first, and then Ford's like, "Did you? Are you lying?" Yeah, but he does something. The I think he caught a rabbit. Yeah, the the dog caught a oh, rabbit and killed the rabbit. Much like Ford's greyhound. Yeah. Yes, and then the he episode. said, "The boy says, well, I didn't want it to do any more harm, so I killed the dog.'" Interesting. So, hmm. That Jacques scene to me sticks out as as weird as I can't quite fit it into the overarching story. story. Elsie, uh, getting too deep. Yep. Getting way too deep. She's mm-hmm. discovering a lot of things. And she went by herself. Like, and she went by on, herself. Come She's on. in the park. I, I understand why they feel safe to go by themselves. They, As far as they know, the host can't hurt them. Like, Elsie yeah, discovered she, it on her trip. She knows these are, like, restricted areas that are unmapped. Just, just an abandoned... As far as she knows, there are no unmapped areas of the park. Yeah, and she... Didn't, Ford, she, or didn't Bernie tell her? No. She, no, she's she's a higher level programmer too, and she feels like she can control these things. So she's so yeah, and she's, she's headstrong and she's brave. But she just saw the Nancy axe guy that Drew. tried to kill her. It didn't try to kill her. Yeah, it, it, well, oh yeah, I it guess didn't not. try to kill her at all. Yeah, it didn't. It, it, was, it was sort of moving aggressively. Yeah, but then we like it. It looked like it was going to, but then it just plucked its own head. I guess, yeah. but and it's one of those things where we, us as viewers, kind of. We're expecting her to say freeze all motor functions. And again, like those earlier earlier ones, they, they never say it. Hasn't worked yet. Also, yeah. <laughs> we are 0 for 1 on freeze all motor functions so uh, far. Anyway, she gets choked out for her troubles. We don't know by who. Just we from behind. By who. It's yeah. very fast. She she even like, she she's Arnold. she's looking in the dark. Yeah. She's like, Bernard? She says Arnold. Arnold? Yeah. Like asking. And again, like. Like really high pitch, just like yeah. you did too, which I think is like <laughs> super funny because like that's how I would do it. She said Arnold? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did which, she know about Arnold? Well, she's, she's heard the host she, talking about him. Yeah, she's heard the oh, host talking yeah. about him, and she's like right. asking into the dark. She's like Bernard, Arnold, Arnold. And again, this is one of the, this is another one one of those instances where we're not certain if Arnold is still a living person. That's right. I, I think we probably think he is. Yeah, if we're watching this, this point, the first time. Yeah, like oh, Arnold got Elsie. Um, <laughs> I guess she's a host now. Oh and to close off the the show or this episode, Felix and Sylvester and Maeve are adjusting her stats. They're like pumping them all up to max. Yep, it's um, very Dragon Ball, like her muscles bulge and the veins yeah. are vascular. <laughs> yeah, uh, they discover that she's actually been altered by a by a high up mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. unlog sessions. Mm-hmm. So which freaks them out. Yeah, of like yeah. oh shit, like the maybe maybe Ford, maybe the the owner of the park is in here. Tinker and we should this oh god we should not be here yeah, yeah. uh again go going to the whole like this is all been programmed for her to do pre-programmed this is she is she's doing what she's supposed to do yeah all this is not her breaking out of her loop this is exactly her loop fascinating we can ask ourselves that about any of the characters in this show yeah probably then, until the end of the and show then Maeve closes out the episode by saying let's uh she's ready to have some fun dear boys we're we're gonna have some fun, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, so, who do you think the adversary is? I think this episode is called the adversary. I think it's Arnold. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So I suppose just, it depends on whose point of view you're looking from. It, I think it is too, because yeah, like Ford can also be seen. Just, yeah, it, it it depends on your perspective and what camp you sort of reside in. Yeah. Um. Arnold in this episode it, Arnold is is referred to a lot and again we are kind of led to believe that he's maybe not as dead as they would lead us to believe mm-hmm. and again we see a random host in or a random person in the park and Bernard questions him are you Arnold yeah right and it turns out to not be but then also uh with Elsie creeping around and digging into deep there's, 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 yeah, there's somebody kind of in the darkness and she even questions like, Hey, is that Arnold? Ironically, she's right. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it, turned, it, turned, it turns out it in, in both her guesses. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, I like watching it back. I love the smoke screen of like, they do 
It's a little... When you're watching for the first time, like, you can't pick up on it. It's a little bit... It's very big. And, yeah, yeah. And, like, it, it is a little almost cheap in a way of, like, well, we, of course we could have never figured this out. We, we were meant not to. It was purposefully obscured. But watching it back again, I really enjoy all that stuff. Like, ah, if we only would have seen this. Mm-hmm. If we only would have seen it. It's true. I love, I love those little Easter eggs that you catch later. It's a great show for a rewatch. Yeah. Fantastic. I think that I read somewhere there's like 500 Easter eggs. Wow. In the show. That I mean, they wrote that could be, sure, yeah. be kind of. I mean, that could though. be. Even like quantify it. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, you guys ready? Yes. What's your Felix thing? Yeah. Lay it on me. Okay. So there are a lot of scenes where uh, just a little bit of surveillance would go a long way into catching Maeve and Felix. Yes. Right? Also, they're in open they're, glass yeah. rooms exactly. where like people yeah. can just they're see just them talking. doing stuff. Yeah, but instead they are they're walking freely and they're uh, like Maeve is leading. Like Maeve is is checking like, this stuff out in front of Felix sometimes. Yeah. But he's always kind of like faking it with the pad, as though he's yeah. like directing her. Yeah, and he's nervous, and he's he kind of he's kind of unsure about things. Uh, and it's interesting to know that Maeve's actions are actually scripted. She's programmed to do all this stuff. Do we know know if she's programmed to do all this stuff though? Because you could read that conversation flowchart thing. Uh, it's like cause causality. Is it is it the is it the the action or the reaction and oh okay yeah. like it could be the reaction of just like whatever thoughts are going through her head are just read out on the screen and she is thinking about the real like they're talking to her about the real world so of course it's okay so i this is the theory and also that she I've can heard. improvise a little bit yeah yeah absolutely but the fact that she's actually all this stuff sort of leads to this wild theory where felix is actually a guest in an ultra high-end customized westworld experience and this is how it plays out for him. Right? You think this is he, Felix's story? <laughs> it, it could be. That, that's that's the theory, right? Like he's this super rich guy who who pays for this this experience. And maybe he's everyone just everyone in everyone in the park is a host except Felix. Maybe he's just some sort of dweeb. And again, like it, it's sort of separated from everything. Wants his like corporate espionage fantasy. Uh, it's something. It's it's. It's like I, you know, and I'm just this sort of dweeb or whatever, and I kind of want to play, you know, this this low level, uh, this this low level employee, yeah. attractive that, lady who attractive needs your lady. help, and, yeah. and you're and, the only one with the power to do it. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. That would be a great twist for the book. That would suck ass in the show. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, absolutely. You get to the end and it's just Felix who, like, I don't swipes think... his visa and is like, hey, thanks for uh, coming to Programmer World. Uh, hope to see you again next summer or, like, whatever. Thanks for coming to Westworld uh, World. I mean, it, it, it's sort of... It, it's it's just a wild fan theory, but, I mean, like, I... I can get I, behind I, some I of find that. It, I find it interesting, right? Because he's he's tinkering with, with the bird and, and, and programming, mm-hmm. and he's he, he wants to, like... He's the John Hammond uh, facsimile. John Hammond being the, the creator of Jurassic Park. Yeah, and, uh, again, like, um, Maeve is that host. She She is hosting him in this world. Oh shit! Right, it's pretty it's, good actually, and it's just like this customized, like really exclusive thing. Like, and he's that's the only why one. nobody's noticing, hmm. and that's why everything is just happening yeah. to kind of work just out, like, even though oh, they're super incompetent. He gets what he wants approved. Yeah. That's, if you want to, I'll buy into something. If you want to tell me that Felix is a host, and it, or or that's like, what I thought you were. Yeah, if you want to tell me it. Felix is a host, and this is all part of both of their loops, I'll, yeah. I'll buy into that. Hell yeah! I don't know. There's that too, but like I like I just like that idea. That'd of, be a weird one. Uh, of Felix, <laughs> like, that would be a weird. That'd be super story, weird. But like, it could it, be. Let's apply that to like Sizemore. That's why Sizemore didn't get fired <laughs> when he peed on the fucking <laughs> table, balls out in front of his boss. Uh, yeah, that power fantasy of like, yeah, just pissing all over your workstation. It's a weird. Because fuck this place. And, and unlimited margaritas. Oh, yeah. I could sign up for that Thanks one. Thanks for coming to Margarita World. Um, keep that in mind when whenever you're watching the Felix. Always. Felix uh, That's true. Scenes. He's always the one working on her. Always. I suspect everybody of being a host. Hey. All the time. Yeah. Uh, but do you, do you suspect anybody of being a guest? <gasps> Maybe Sylvester is the adversary. Did you, yeah, Felix's he's, adversary. Felix's adversary. Oh. That's true. You never think about the other guests. That's why the bird so bit him. Point. That's why he's a bad programmer who suddenly becomes a good programmer. It makes a certain sort of sense. Any closing thoughts here on uh, episode six of season one? The adversary? The adversary so. here in the UK? 
It's just, it's just so well written. That's just my closing thought on this one. Things are heating up. These episodes <sighs> are, are, we're going to start going at a breakneck pace here before too long. Yeah. As we get Maeve towards the is, end of the season. Uh, on the surface, Maeve is yeah, adjusting her things, but there's little, little points just sprinkled yeah. to be like, oh, she's actually, Maybe this is she actually still just her. Is. Yeah. Loop. Oh. We'll see I if think. that, uh, I think. Yeah. We'll see if that continues to play out in episode seven of Westworld FM. I think I said Westeros a bunch again. Apologies if I did. I <laughs> uh, shouldn't have named these podcasts like one letter apart, baby. Told you. If you enjoyed what you heard, nobody likes to told you so, Oliver. If you enjoyed what you heard, uh, please I'm, consider... I'm your adversary. <laughs> please consider supporting us on uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash Talking Reckless Podcast. We do a video game podcast called Talking Reckless. We do a daily live stream over on Twitch. All sorts of stuff uh, every day of the week. Come and enjoy it. We'll see you here in episode seven of Westeros FM. Mm-hmm.